welcome to the Take Care Sis podcast with me, Key, and Kiki. Join two friends for a conversation around self-care in real life. We'll talk about anything on the spectrum from bubble baths to setting boundaries to managing friendships and more. As your sisters, we also just want to provide a weekly check-in. You know, like big sis asking little sis, sis, you good? So come on in, sis. Let's talk about how we can take better care of ourselves. Hey, Kiki. Hey, Kiki. What's up, girl? Nothing much. What's up with you? How are you? Um, I'm okay. That's it? okay yeah so you know uh my procrastination level is on eight thousand right now because you know i'm supposed to be packing and all that other stuff um that hasn't gone so well this week because i know you was finna ask but no packing hasn't gone so well and i'm in this place where you know how like you're about to embark on like this change whether it be getting a new job or i don't know but embarking on this change, like I'm having, I don't want to say regrets, but now I'm having a lot of doubts. And it's all like, wait, is this really what I want to do? Is now the time can, you know, like, can I afford it? Like, and so it's a lot of like clouded judgments in my head that I'm having to process out and give myself positive talk through. Um, but it does not help to the procrastination because I'm already good at procrastinating on my own and now this little clouded judgment so yeah needless to say no packing has not gone well this week before you even ask yeah I knew because your mama last episode was like you need to text her Mm -hmm. and you know what she um but she knows so ain't nothing you can say she knows she knows her child she knows her Mm -hmm. As much as we want to fuss about our mamas, they know us. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Frank. I I plead the fifth. (laughs) Go ahead, Frank. Plead the fifth. How was your week? Um, it was, it was cool. The week was a week, just a regular week. Um, weekend was a little busy, so. I'm literally just getting back in the house, like, now. Um, But my cousins came, my older cousins, they came to visit. So my mom has been busy this week hosting. Because I was going to ask you, did your mama get her massage for self-care, too? Because we asked them what they were going to do. But my mom... did get her her massage. Good. My mama said she was going to do nothing and she didn't have a chance to do nothing because she had a house full of people. So it was just like, you know, when you host things, it's kind of hard to sit down and not do anything. Right. But yeah, I went home this weekend. I also had a weekend with my goddaughter. Me, her and her mother went to see Peppa Pig live. Yes. Those kids were lit. Yes, they were. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, So that was basically my weekend. It was pretty good. Sounds busy. Yes. So, for a recap of last week's episode, we talked to our mamas. 
our dear sweet and sour mothers that sweet we love to death. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet and sour. <laughs> and we just had an episode asking them about their self-care throughout the phases of being a parent, being a mother. Um, and we know that their husbands kind of get in the way sometimes and they have to throw them out, you know? Yes. Partners <laughs> and do. We learned that they value sleep a lot mm-hmm. and they valued their own time, like when they put us to bed. So that was their self care mm-hmm. throughout the phases of being a parent. Um, so, guys, we got a new review. Uh, we got a new review from Exo Trini. Exo Trini says, I look forward to the Take Care Sis podcast every week. I can always relate and I feel like I'm a part of the conversation. Love, 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 love to listen. Thank you, girl. We appreciate you listening. Just make sure you tell your friends and tell them to tell the friends. And then we need more reviews. Um, mm-hmm. We almost yep. to our goal. We got eight reviews, y'all. We asked it for two. So that's just two more. Two more people. We just need y'all to head on over to Apple Podcasts and review for us. Thank you. Five stars only. Thanks. What's that? What's that? And another one, thank you. And another <laughs> one, work. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, friend, yeah. what are we talking about this week? <laughs> so, um, this week I was thinking, like, do you ever take time to think about your friend circle? Like, do you think about who's actually in your corner? So I usually think about this from the perspective of who do I need to let go of? And I think a lot of people go this route, like reevaluate who's in your friend circle or even who's in just your circle in general. Because I mean, a circle of people can be friends, business contacts, mentors, all of these things. Um, Just people in general, I guess. So I often come from the perspective of thinking, who do I need to let go of? Or who do I need to stop talking to? Because this ain't working for me. (laughs) So today I wanted to focus uh (laughs) on, that sound bad. (laughs) Not really. Okay. We're going to go with that. No, I was going to say a little. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, that's how, that's how I think. But today I wanted to focus on who I needed to keep in my circle. So we're the positivity there. Yes, it is. So I think we're going to talk about the types of people you need to stay close to. So I'm just going to ask both of us this question before we get into those types of people. Um, What type of people do you usually want to keep around you and why? So I'm going to go and ask that to Key first. So first of all, as soon as you said any of that, I started thinking of that song by TLC. What about your friend? So now that whole thing is playing in my head, just so you know. Secondly, I have attachment issues, so I'm going to say I need to keep everybody around. Um, but I'm kidding. Uh, I I don't. Um, I don't. Um, so let's see. <clears throat> I've developed. So first of all, I'm a military kid, right? So mm-hmm. 
I have had to learn to make friends every couple years because every couple years we moved, right? And what's interesting is in my adult life, I kind of do the same thing. Every mm -hmm. couple years, I get hella itchy to move somewhere new, right? And it's getting harder and harder as we age, really. Um, so who do I need to keep around? Um, that gets tricky because my inner circle um, changes, right? Mm -hmm. um, I will always have my, like, four many many years now I had my consistent like inner circle um but who I let around me <clears throat> on my outer circles because there's levels to this um so you got your inner circle then you got your outer inner circle and then I got my outer circle right and then there's just a whole bunch of people I know and mm -hmm. I use the term friend way too loosely as my best friend likes to tell me she's like you mm -hmm. call way too many people friend so now I've just started calling everybody friend like if I dig you at all I'm gonna call you friend it is what it is. Um, it's it's saving me in this world of pronouns. Sort of. Um, True. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 saving me a little bit in this world of pronouns. Um, but who do I who do I want to keep around? Um, I definitely want to keep around somebody who prays for me. Um, definitely want to keep around someone who encourages me. Um, definitely want to keep around somebody who will tell me the truth. Like, I, I need you to say it softly, but basically I really need you to give me the real. Um, and then I just need that person that I can go shenan with, get into all the shenanigans. I need a shenan partner. Um, and, uh, I need someone who has a younger spirit than I do because I feel like that keeps me young um yeah I think those are my tops those are those are my tops oh and then somebody who like is a goal getter like heavier than I am so like somebody I can kind of like look up to and be like huh so they getting their PhD now huh okay and it's not I don't look at it from a competitive space. I look at it from a, all right, I need to be getting, you know, getting myself together. Cause I'm very much learning that my journey is mine, mm -hmm. but you know, you do need that little kick in the butt sometimes. So those are mine. Those are my top, what, five. I say all that to say, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. What you got, who you got, who you keeping around, friend? So I didn't go as, many as five but <laughs> for myself because i am somewhat of a sensitive person i need someone who does um understand me and does allow me to be able to express my feelings um also i need that's someone me. that's not me. also i need someone <laughs> um also i need someone who can challenge me and tell me the truth because That's I do have the tendency to just kind of want to stay in my own world and not do what I need to do. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> um, I think, and that's just, just, that's as far as I went, but a lot of the things that you were saying were very true. Yeah. Someone and, who prays for you and 
And I have so many because I've learned to not look for everything in one person. Right. I believe that about friendships and about spouses, like you're not going to find, or I'm sorry, partners, Um, you're not going to find everything in your partner. You shouldn't look to your partner Mm -hmm. for everything. So while I want a partner that encompasses like three out of five, Mm -hmm. hey, bro, you got it. Three out of five. Um, But, you know, I don't need him to have all five. And I'm going to add six. Um, I do need someone who is a lot softer. And I I use soft, and that's probably the wrong word. I'm going to use your word, emotional. So this is why I keep you around, Fran. Because you are really like, you're a feely person. And I need a... But you don't try to keep me around. You be trying to get rid of me every episode. So I don't... I keep coming back, though. Barely. I'm here now. (laughs) (laughs) See, we're opposites. You need someone that is a bit more emotional and I need someone who's a bit more stern. You are welcome. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So now that we say what? I love this topic by the way. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. But we're gonna get into now that we've kind of um dove into our own individual um thoughts about who we need to keep around we're going to talk about six types of people to stay close to and this was actually a post by i'm going to say nedra tawab and like that it. and she's actually a therapist that i found on IG and I saw one of her posts and it was literally six types of people to stay close to. So I thought it'd be a great topic for us to talk about. So that's what we're going to do. I like it. All right. So the first type of person to stay close to is the people who inspire you to be a better version of yourself. Don't be afraid to ask them questions about their journey. Yeah, um, this makes me think of um, one of my friends who is one person that I do consider one of my best friends, but throughout our lives, she's always been doing something. Like she's literally good at a lot of things. She dances, she acts, like, you know, the behind the scenes things, editing, content creation, all that stuff. So like when I have ideas, I go and bounce them off of her because she inspires me. Like I already see what she's done and she's like my number one go-to for that. So that's a true one. I like that. I like that this is six types of people because once again, yeah, I have people who inspire me to be a better version of myself but like in different ways right right I have someone who inspires me to be a better um person professionally someone who inspires me and by professionally i mean like both of my professions what i do by day and then what i do <clears throat> you know my superhero status um and then who inspire me to be a better like community advocate people who inspire me to be a better um like sister because mm-hmm. you know my brothers know I'm great, but can I work on things? Absolutely. Um, 
to be a better daughter to my parents. You know, I, once again, I don't look for the one in the one person. I have a yeah. couple people who come to mind when I think of this. So I like it. I like it. I like it, Nidra. I like it. And you should. Because like, like you said before, you don't look for all these qualities in one person. Most of the time I compartmentalize my friends and that's not a bad thing. Like I have a friend for this, friend for that. Um, people who like yep. to travel, people who like to chill, people who like to go out to eat, like people who will pray for you, people who will just like you, like we saying, they help you be a better person. There are different types of people for everything in your life and you don't have to like try to force stuff on one friend. They can't, they don't have to like everything that you like, so. Right. Um, yeah, absolutely agree. Next would be stay close to people who make you feel at ease. People who can eat, who you can easily open up to and those who make you feel comfortable being vulnerable, asking, sharing, receiving, um, like to be vulnerable in asking and sharing and receiving information. Those people are good for you. Um, again, I guess this would be my you. You're an example of that for me. I am so glad that you are receiving me for one once in your life because you get one whole episode, friend. <laughs> one. But this is this is literally what I said before. Yeah. Because I need people who allow me to be vulnerable. Yeah. And sometimes I can't, uh, sometimes I can't take it. Um, that's, that is, um, I guess it's vulnerable for me to say, like, I can't take harsh criticism all the time. So the people that are, that come off kind of stern, sometimes I'll go to them, but it'll be a little later after I'm able to be vulnerable with somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I have that. a balance of vulnerability and um, sternness to be able to get through certain situations. Yeah. So, yeah. I get it. So next is to stay close to people who understand you. It's helpful to have relationships with people who have walked in your shoes. And also it's meaningful to nurture relationships with people who are willing to learn, even if your experiences are different. So what came to mind, and I don't know if you remember this or not, back when we recorded, recorded like some of the earlier episodes before the ones that we recorded this year, <laughs> the first one, I think you were like, I don't know if this is good because we didn't agree on everything. And I was like, why do we have to agree? I was like, <laughs> it's, it's a podcast. People will relate to different perspectives and that's what I wanted. That was the first thing that came to mind when I actually saw this. And I was like, that's actually a perfect example. We understand each other, but we're also different and we've walked different paths. And that's what I wanted for this podcast is to provide different perspectives so that everyone can relate in some kind of way to everything we talk about. Yep. Yep. Um, this one's interesting. Like when I think of this, I think of dating right um because right now it just seems like there is just this war on relationships right it's an external war on trying to get people and maybe it's just i don't know if it's just the black community i don't know but it's like a war on trying to get people to 
come together. Um, and, you know, it's interesting when you think of the term understand you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, this media, this immediately says it's helpful to have pe- relationships with people who have walked in your shoes. And I think about it, like when I'm dating, <clears throat> my personal preference is to have a yin to my yang. Um, however, it's also very helpful to have someone <clears throat> not necessarily walk in my shoes, but the latter willing to learn from my experience, my experiences, even if they are different. Um, And that's one thing where I think when people think of compatibility um, in friendships or uh, more intimate relationships, I know you hate that term, but I'm going to use it because it makes sense in this moment, but more intimate relationships. I think people look for a lot of sameness, forgetting that, willing to understand learned or willing to have learned experiences is equally as important at least for me so yeah I don't in terms of like intimate relationships I don't necessarily look for someone that's the same as me I feel like that'll be boring yeah (laughs) I'm not boring I'm not saying that I'm boring but like if we just do the same things instead of having someone who's experienced something else and can show me different things like why would I want that I'm just I crave different things from other people and different perspectives and also when you think about people being willing to learn from you when your experience is different I was thinking about listening because people don't listen to understand a lot and you were talking about the war on relationships that's probably why because a lot of people don't listen to understand they just listen to react or tell what they would do And understanding has to be what they have in order to move forward. (sighs) That's a different topic for another day. Different topic for another day. Got it. (laughs) Poof, girl. Okay. Yeah, when you said that, that that brought that to mind because listening and perceiving things are two different things or understanding things are two different things. Girl, we can talk about communication. That's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to have somebody on. We're going to have to talk about communication. Um, yeah Mm -hmm. okay next you want to stay close to people who expose you to new things about yourself and the world excuse me it's helpful to have a variety of friends if everyone is just like you you will have a hard time understanding anyone different from you this is my v1 dating the end um Mm -hmm. no um it's also you know i also appreciate this in my friendships um Mm -hmm. but i got exposed to this like i said being a military kid i got exposed to this like early in life like my first, um, my first duty station with my flat, with my parents was, I lived in Germany, right? Mm-hmm. And so here I am, this little girl that, it, girl, even my like childhood growing up story is, is interesting, but definitely when it comes to the military, my first duty station was in Germany. So I did kindergarten in the States, but first grade, I'm in Germany um we're learning german i got german friends um a lot of my friends their their parents are german at least one of their parents are german um eating german foods um and then you know you have americans of other like like in my younger years um i did have a filipino friend she was one of my friends in the neighborhood. But for the most part, my friends were black or white, right? And so this is the first time I'm being exposed to like 
other Europeans or like, um, again, I had a friend who was Filipino growing up, so I had met Asians, but yeah, this was my first experience with people from all over the world. So um, yeah, I got exposed to this early and I appreciate it. Crave it actually. That's why I love in DC will always be one of my favorite cities because it's literally like a melting pot. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. You got exposed to it earlier and I feel like I did not. Um, I craved um, that when I actually went to college. Mm-hmm. So I went to a predominantly white university. Um, mm -hmm. and when I got there I kind of like wanted to experience other people from like different backgrounds different cultures and so what I did was join a co-ed fraternity where it was just like a melting pot of people from different places um that's cool and that was just me um I know a lot of people went for the black sororities and black fraternities and all that stuff I just wanted something yeah I just wanted something a little bit different when I was in college so I just feel like if you experience different people hear about their stories you can find similarities and you find differences and you're able to understand when you encounter other people further down the road that's just that's how it is but a lot of people kind of stick to what they know some people are afraid to kind of venture out and talk to other people, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm not one of those. So, no. But the best thing about that is like meeting people of different races or ethnicities mm-hmm. is, you know, it, it definitely exposes you to different things about you, right? You right. learn what your strengths are. And I have found that being exposed to different ethnicities in particular it has strengthened my own knowledge of my, my knowledge of my own ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's nothing like talking to, again, I grew up with Filipinos. It's nothing like talking to some Filipinos, right? And you mm-hmm. realizing, wait a minute, black people do the same thing, right? Like, this is gonna sound horrible. So forgive me for anybody who doesn't appreciate what I'm about to say in the stereotype, but like y'all know black people, you know, we supposedly love chicken. We do. Um, we do. Um, but so do Filipinos, right? Right. I have never listen, whoo, child. The first time I seen like a Filipino friend of mine like eat some fried chicken, I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. Um, I have found that a lot more, and this is horrible what I'm about to say, but it's my experience. Um, <clears throat> I found that cultures of color Mm -hmm. all of them um we are a lot alike very similar (laughs) very similar um and yeah it's weird like that but yeah like i have been able to relate to indian friends Mm -hmm. i have definitely um caribbean african like children of um adios children all of our moms are the same Mm -hmm. um but our moms are also spanish mothers we're also like latin america same mm-hmm. just just same um very much filipino mothers as well like if y'all listen joe coy is one of my favorite um comedians and when he be talking about his mama i be like that's my little black mama um mm-hmm. so yeah 
but yeah, so it's, it's, it's given me a greater appreciation for who I am when you expose yourself to different cultures. Next is stay close to people who model healthy boundaries. Healthy behaviors are contagious and eventually you'll start to improve yourself by watching others operate in a healthy capacity. And I guess that this is, this kind of goes back to what I was saying in the beginning when I say I usually come to this topic thinking about who I need to let go of. So it's probably because they're practicing unhealthy boundaries or that they, they don't have any boundaries at all or they don't recognize that they need to have boundaries and you're just sick of talking to them or something like that. Um, or infringing on your boundaries continuously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. Yep. But yeah, when you keep people around you that, um, and this could be like, not just friendships, could be business partners or business, business friends, mentors, people that, have already gone down the road that you're trying to go down. So that you're they're just kind of modeling what you need to do to get there. Agree. I really don't have anything else. I just, I giggled when you read this because it reminds me of one of my line sisters. She is so <laughs> like, uh-uh. Like she'll be like, y'all, I gotta go. And the next thing she's literally left. Like, it's no like warning. She gotta get to her husband. Or better yet, she has this crazy early bedtime that I laugh at her all the time. But these ch- these women get up early. So two of my line sisters, they get up hella early with their husbands. And then so they go to bed at like nine o'clock. But it's not a game, right? Like 8.30, she's rounding us up. Be like, all right, y'all, y'all ready to go? Y'all ready to go? Um, nine o'clock, sis is working. If she's not in the bed, she's working on it. Um, and she cracked me up. We went to a conference and like all of that nonsense that we was, cause I'm a night owl. So here I am like, y'all, so what we finna do? We finna turn up? No, ma'am, I'm going to bed. And she was done. Like she just left. I was like, I guess she was serious. Um, that right there. Yep. She has healthy boundaries and I love it. Mm-hmm. I also laugh at them. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of friends that go to bed early and I'm just like, this is why I'm up at night by myself, because y'all, y'all sleep. Y'all sleep. It's like when I need to call somebody, y'all sleep. But when y'all need to call me, I'll be like, hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> Listen, my friends be meeting that do not disturb. They'd be like, it went straight to voicemail. Yeah, because I wasn't awake yet. Y'all know how y'all be going to bed early? Yeah. Yeah. Don't call um, me before 10. I'm still asleep. <laughs> Guess before what? 10. That's a healthy boundary. Healthy boundary. <clears throat> All right. And last but not least, stay close to people who challenge your thinking. This is not the same as people who make you question yourself. So if you were with that person to be like, oh, you're going to do that for real? Not that person. It's right. the person to be like, word, this is what you're going to do? So what's your plan? You want to be have more of those people, not the this is what you're really going to do, that little business of yours? Like, th- no, we don't need, we don't need any of more of those people um yeah and i absolutely agree i was thinking um when they say challenge your thinking um i don't want to because if i say certain views i guess that will make someone question themselves but not in a bad way 
I guess having someone like give their experience in something like to make you see from a different point of view, because a lot of times people are narrow minded and they just think of one thing. So when they actually do something, they don't consider everything in the situation or they they don't consider other people involved. So like giving them a different perspective to challenge their thinking. Because I think you do that a lot on this podcast. A lot of times you're like, I'm going to challenge that and think about this. Mm. That I guess that's what I mean. Not those who make you question like, or make you think that you're wrong. I'm not going to say that you're wrong. I'm just going to say, think of it this way. Right. There are other people who have experienced this. Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> it makes <laughs> It doesn't make sense if you've never listened to our podcast. So go back and listen to a couple episodes. Yeah, you're right. That's all I got. You're right. But he does it in a way where it's a different perspective. I also offer different perspectives, but that's just how we operate on this podcast. And that's how we want you to take this. Challenge your thinking. Don't think of it from just your point of view. There are other points of view out here. Um, if you're talking to a friend and y'all are trying to come to a conclusion of something, then consider their point of view as well. And just as we said before, everybody is, maybe you have friends from different backgrounds who will look at it at a total, in a totally different way because of how they were raised or how they were brought up. This whole podcast started as a challenge to thinking. Because I promised you when you brought it to me, I was just like, we don't talk about self-care, friend? And you were like, yeah, because, you know, people always think like bubble baths and getting their nails done. Like, we want to talk about like self-care in real life. And I was like, huh? And then when you started giving examples, like, oh, okay, yeah. Like this whole thing started as a challenge to people's thought or thoughts or thinking. So there you go. Kiki, she's one big challenge to your thoughts <laughs> that's what i try to be i really do i mean think of it we're, we both challenge people's thoughts especially as being <laughs> yoga teachers because people look at us like oh you do yoga really i can't do that because i'm not flexible enough and you know we got to challenge them in their thinking and be like no girl you can do it or no sir yes you can do it a big challenge to what they're thinking okay so we both two big challenges to people's thoughts yes that's why we're on this podcast (laughs) why we here that's why we here all right so now that we've gone through those six types six types of people to stay close to what stood out to you after we went through these especially in contrast to our initial thoughts about who we need to keep around us. Um, Or did it just confirm what you were saying? um, I definitely created some different categories, but Mm -hmm. I like these. These seem a little bit more general to my my a lot more specific, Mm -hmm. Um, but I like That's That's all I got to say. Okay. So for me, I guess the one that I don't want to say it stood out to me because it just kind of confirmed what I was thinking, but stay close to people who expose you to new things about yourself and the world. 
because I just don't want to be in a bubble. I'm a very open-minded person and I never want to like think my way is the only way. And I never want to think that my way of thinking or my morals and values are the only ways in the world. I just want to understand people better and I want people to understand me better. <clears throat> I'll say the one that challenges me the most, haha. The one that challenges me the most is stay close to people who make you feel at ease. Because I say that because like <laughs> to know me in real life and to know like what I do for work and even being a yoga instructor and all that, like all that's a challenge, right? Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I don't know if it's a black woman's bird and a bear or whatever, but I recognize that I function in a place of i don't want to say chaos but like my whole job like what i do nine to five is trying to solve a problem right mm -hmm. so i am just naturally a problem solver mm -hmm. um and so when you stay in that steady state of problem solving it is you know from so like nine to five <laughs> monday through friday 52 50 50 weeks of a year it it's you you're not often around people who make you feel at ease so i truly truly cherish the people who do make make me feel at ease but i've just learned to find like to self-soothe or to self-comfort so much that mm -hmm. i recognize that i don't often look for a ton of people to make me feel at ease i got my key people mm -hmm. But like, that's not something that comes like easy to me. So when I do have, when you are that person that makes me feel at ease, like, thank you. Mm -hmm. Just, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. When you're somebody that I can let my hair down around and I can just be totally me and, 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 you know, those people just often just sit with me. Right. And, you know, they get to be around the introverted me, the person who just wants to sit and watch TV, the person who just wants to sit and, you know, cuddle, the person who just wants to sit and do nothing. Or maybe let's talk about something. Um, those people are rare and I cherish them. So that's the one that challenged me a lot. I was going to say, do you think that's because of the attachment issues? Like the attachment issue. Okay, we're gonna scratch that. <laughs> I think I have struggled with attachment issues in the past, but that's definitely something that yoga has helped out a lot with. Because, um, like, that's one of the first things they teach you is to detach, and you know, like, whew. Um, so yeah, lots of lots of crying during um, YTT. Lots of crying. But um, yeah, yeah. I um, and again, remember, like I grew up. I gotta say bye to people every couple of years. So I don't, I don't know that I have like for real, for real attachment issues. Well, that's what I was thinking. That's what I said. That, that's what I was gonna ask you because I'm not gonna say that you do, but I feel like that can contribute to how you think about friendships like you said it in the beginning that you had to say people you should have to say goodbye to people every few years and it kind of trickled into your adult friendships i guess so i don't know if that <clears throat> um yes and no right so 
I recognize that friendships, relationships have cycles and seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, Not everyone is meant to be your forever or even a long-term friend. I can Mm -hmm. recognize that. Um, But I do, it needs to be said that I have friends from (laughs) the 1900s. Man, my coworker, oh my God, she was like, I'm so glad that you were born in the late 1900s along with Because I'm still the youngest person at my job, but it's so funny. She was like, I'm so glad that you were born in the late 1900s. So when the kids say that, they'll be saying it to you too. I'm like, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I have friends from the 1900s. I have friends actually that I made. Um, in the 1990s, like I'm still, I still have those friendships. So, but what I don't have is like, for example, um, my, the high school that I actually graduated from, um, I'll never forget. Like, I felt like such an outsider there for a good period because while it was a military town where I lived, um, there were a lot of people who had been together since they were like in elementary school. And mm-hmm. so they had those friendships, they grew up with them and I didn't have that. So actually my group of friends from the high school that I graduated from, were all the new kids. So we were all like new to high school and we right. just became our own little crew. Um, Cause we didn't have those friendships from like elementary. Now right. I said, it needs to be said that I do have those friendships. I've maintained friendships with people mm-hmm. from, the 1990s, um, the 1900s, but yeah, so <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I just thought I was the opposite from you because I did like not in that we don't have that I don't have friendships from the 1900s, um, <laughs> but that I didn't. <coughs> excuse me, I didn't grow up in a military setting I didn't move a lot I didn't move at all like I grew up in the same place all my life so all my friends that I have now well not all of them um I do have friends from school that I keep in touch with Mm -hmm. and then I feel like I have most of my friends now come from when I went off to college um and that's basically because I just consider myself like I had friends, but it wasn't like I didn't trust a lot of people. So like I had a core two or three people that I really trusted and really kept in touch with. And I just feel like I was the type of person that like I didn't want to let go of the friends that I had because <laughs> I was so scared that Maybe that's an attachment issue that I have. I'm scared that people will leave out of my life. And that's a different episode for another day. Um, <laughs> that has to deal with loss, um, grief issues. Yeah. But um, I did have one friend that I was friends with from elementary school up until like college. And then we just kind of phased out. But that kind of hurt. And it still hurts this day, but. You know, Facebook is a beautiful tool for me, right? Like, I've learned that when I say bye to somebody, like, because I'm moving or something like that, I've learned that our paths are likely going to cross again. 
that's definitely a military thing because <clears throat> you usually move based on the job function that you do. So you end up running into people again. So yeah, I may say bye to you and yet the levels of our friendship might change, but I don't ever think of, I don't think of too many people saying goodbye for forever. So when I say that, yeah, when I say that, you know, I have to leave friends or whatever, I've now learned that no goodbye has to be forever unless you just truly just don't maintain that friendship. That's usually what happens. The main, the, the friendship is not maintained and then they're well, gone. maintain the friendship then, so. Kiki. I mean, I can't do it if one person doesn't want to do it. So that's a different story, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Did you say, I don't know? I said, no. <laughs> No, I said, I know. Okay, cool. So that's all we got for y'all today. So we just want to, um, we want to hear from y'all now. So just based on what we've talked about today, think about who is in your circle and who you would actually want or need to stay. Um, and for yeah, what, who would you add to this list? And for what reasons? Yes. Um, so we're going to, when we share it, y'all know, y'all know the deal. Go to the page on Instagram, Facebook, share your thoughts when we talk, when we share about the episode. Mm -hmm. So we Next can. Thing does not count. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> You said what doesn't count? I said sex buddy does not count. Okay. Um, <laughs> you can edit that out. I will. So, <laughs> so when we share this on IG, Instagram, Facebook, wherever we are, go ahead and let us know your thoughts on this because we want to add y'all to the conversation and also have this conversation with your friends. It's a good conversation started, a good thing to talk about. Absolutely. Um, also, I will be posting a question to Spotify, Anchor. So go up there and answer that question. Yeah. So what are we doing for self-care this week, friend? Well, May is National Masturbation Month. Ooh. So... <clears throat> I'm just kidding. I'm finna pack. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that if that <laughs> motivates you, if that motivates you to pack, then Man, I just wanted to tell the people May is National Masturbation Month. So speaking of self care, like you know, do what you gotta do, friend, and you know, various um, what's the word I want to use? various outlets that help with those um, activities <clears throat> by providing um, tools that help with those activities. Uh, various websites is out here giving, you know, discounts and stuff. Stores and discounts, stores and websites are offering discounts. So I'm just saying, um, you know, not for real. There's this girl. 
Sex with Ashley. Everybody oh, knows Sex with Ashley. Sex with Ashley. Um, yeah, everybody knows Sex with Ashley, and y'all know actually Sex with Ashley or Ashley, the the woman. She's living on, in Fayetteville. Anyway, <clears throat> um, she was on something talking about this recently, and that's how I found out that it was National Masturbation Month. Um, and I was quite tickled, and. I fell down that rabbit hole of like, for real? Cause yeah, I heard that <laughs> people was giving discounts. So, um, anyway, discounts up, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I'm gonna do is for self care this week, um, I got to stay on my game. I've already made my list for the week of things that I got to do. Um, so that's what I had did for self-care today. I had made a list of things that I need to do because all this weekend I'm going to be partying. It's me and my line sisters. It's our anniversary. Um, so we're going to be partying and yeah. Yeah. So got to be on the game this week. So if you want to check on me this week, friend, be like, are you, on are you being disciplined because discipline um she checked out she left like a couple weeks ago sis is on vacation i need her to come back um <clears throat> need need sister discipline to come on back come on back friend come on back um but yeah if you want to check on me that's fine for discipline mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. i just need to say have you packed you can start with that mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you doing what you're supposed to do? That's it. That's all I need is, are you doing what you're supposed to do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will do that. I need to put a reminder in my phone because I be forgetting. I be forgetting. Looks like discipline. Looks like discipline need to come visit you too, Frank. I know. That's why I got to set these appointments on my phone, like text he and let, you know, ask her, ask her what she doing. Because <laughs> otherwise, mm. I'll be texting you right before the episode, the episode recording, and be like, hey, <laughs> did you do it? <laughs> Ma'am, this doesn't count. <laughs> Ma'am, this doesn't count. All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Me for self-care. I was doing so well. Here comes the freaking coughs. I've noticed that my coughs come in the evening time, which is a good thing because I'm home, but Still, I need you to go away. The self-care for me this week will be, I don't know. I'm really, um, as Key sips her drink, I don't care what you're sipping over there. I hope the, I hope the cup fall. Um, Drinking water. I hope it fall because you're looking at me like mm, I'm waiting. That's what you're looking like. No, All I'm right. just give you a hint, like water. I be drinking water, so I don't know. Listen, I don't know where you are in your water journey, friend. I'm just trying to give you some hints. You know, we we'll figure out what you've been doing. You, you love to tell me that I don't be drinking water. I guess because I, I be talking. I but. have never said that you don't be drinking water. You <laughs> said you don't drink water. You hint to it every week. Ugh. But I'm, you know, we're not talking about water this week. I'm just, my self-care is getting key off this podcast because. You ain't got to worry about me. You ain't got to worry about me. 
Y'all, we finna go. Please follow us on Take Care Sis Pod because she trying to let me go. So she ain't to worry about me. Follow us on Take Care Sis Pod on all the major platforms, the podcast platforms. Just Instagram and Facebook. On- we ain't nowhere else, girl. I said all the platform. I mean, podcast platforms. Oh. Okay, go there. ahead. No, I'm done. Yoga Wiki on Instagram. That's it. I'm out. You gonna tell them your website? Can you remember that? Nope. Okay. Don't don't go on her website. I hope she get no engagement this week. Okay. My Google Voice number expired. What? I'm gonna need you. See, this is where your discipline needs to come in. Some something ain't right. We, Lord, next episode we're gonna be talking about discipline. That's not set in stone, but that's gonna be. <laughs> Be something we gotta talk about. All right, y'all. Y'all can find me everywhere. <laughs> this curvy yogi, curvy with an I, not a Y, and that's on all social media platforms. And website is thiscurvyyogi.com. If you want classes, one-on-one sessions, all of those things, hit me up there. Um, don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast. Share it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Ain't that right, Key? You told me to leave you alone. I didn't tell you to leave me alone. I said that was well, what I was going to work on. you said you me off this podcast. I said I was going to work on that this week. That's my self-care. <laughs> Bye. Anyway. Leave me alone, friend. Bye. Anyway, I hope that Key takes care this week. Take care, sis. I want the rest of y'all to take care too. Bye.